welcome to Reality Blows. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. I'm Nick Maritato. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Ash. Wow, I did a little fancy television there. Yes, I personally hated it. <laughs> you, I knew you hated it as soon as I did it. If you're going to ask what my personal opinion on that, on that flair, yeah. hate, hated it. Here's my question for you. Hated it. Why are you a Do grump you, in the morning? Tell me right now. Do you remember that? <laughs> hated it. No. You don't know what that's from. Nope. And yet I you think I don't know anything about social distortion. Yeah. But you have nothing you have nothing to say about the classic uh men on film sketch from In Living Color. Nope. Remember, don't you remember two snaps, a twist, and oh, a yeah. making fun of uh mm-hmm. gay culture. Yep. Um classic comedy coming mm. from the uh Keenan Ivory Wayans camp. Yeah, now I remember. Especially when you did that little act out of the snaps. Two snaps. And listeners, you better believe the hips are going with these snaps <laughs> right now. You can't tell, but I'm moving. I'm gyrating. Oh, uh, Nick, your shoes are very white today. They're shiny. They're less white than they were the day before and the day before that, my friend. Did you clean them? Nope. I need to get some Air Force Ones. That's yeah. what those are? Yeah. Yeah. They're I need white some, I need Air some Force Ones. Comfy shoes, y'all. I'm done with Vans. I'm out with Vans. Vans are comfy for different reasons, but honestly, uh, this shoe is probably the most comfortable shoe I own. I'm back on the Fitbit game, so I'm hitting my 10,000 steps a day, and Vans are not cutting it for 10,000 steps in the city. No, you can't. I'm just walking on concrete. No, you can't like be active in Vans. Right. I, I mean, sure, I see little kids doing it all the time. Yeah, but they have, they have young joints. Yeah, they have young joints. They got, they got fat <laughs> joints. <laughs> Kids be smoking joints, y'all. Did you know that kids are smoking joints these days? No, but I know they're taking a lot of Adderall. Kids are taking Adderall (laughs) as well. God, what else is going on in this world, huh? Kids, growing up too fast. Let's see what else is in the news. This is so goofy of an intro. Let's get it together. This is a podcast about reality television. We did watch a new show. It's not new. New for us. Oh, sure. Yeah. New for us. Yeah. We, we like to watch a new show for us once we a week. We watched two old sh- old shows. We watched we watched a new show for us. Oh, we watched two new shows for us. That's right. And I forgot about old, the first one because I did not like it. Two old shows. We watched two old shows for everyone else. I actually watched three old shows. God, we watched so much reality shows this We really week. didn't. We really didn't. Babe, if you're watching over five hours of reality television a week, that's a lot. I don't think I did. Are you 100% What did. are the five hours that I watched? Are you kidding yeah, me? Go ahead. Jersey Shore, one yeah. hour. Okay. Are you the one? One uh-huh. hour. We watched three episodes together of uh, American Gladiators. So let's say they're like, what, 30, 40 minutes an app. That's another hour and a half. Then we watched uh, Millionaire Matchmaker. That's an hour. So that's one. We did t- not watch Millionaire Matchmaker. We watched Million Dollar Matchmaker. There's a huge difference, and we'll talk about it later. Okay, so I'm already at five hours. Listen, I don't know what you think you're counting, but that's wrong. It's 100% right. I don't care how many fingers you throw in my face. That's wrong. I wish friend. we had a live feed of the podcast so everybody could see the smile you have on your face because you know you are, in fact, incorrect, and I am right. I'm not smiling. Oh, my God. We had an interesting week. Um, I came on the pod ready to talk about everything, and now I can't remember a gosh dang thing. I know what you ran in this room yelling that you needed to talk about. What was it? Fab Fit Fun <laughs> is well, one of them. So well, go ahead, and then I'll I'll cue you up on the second topic once you're done with your Fab Fit Fun box rant. You know what? This isn't a plug because our podcast is a hundred percent not sponsored by anyone but Lily the cat. 
And um, I just, I, they, they're having an edit sale today. What the hell is an edit sale? I, I hate the, the, <laughs> the future internet. <laughs> Things are being called edit sales? Nick what hates is that? FabFitFun. Is it, why isn't it called like a digi clearance? I have a seasonal subscription to this um, box that comes. You get a summer box, a winter box, a fall box, blah, blah, blah. It's honestly a waste of money, but it does bring me a lot of joy. And then in between the seasonal boxes, they have edit sales where you can get products that are drastically reduced in price. But they've really created a frenzy about it where they like talk about it. They release spoilers. They, there's a time it starts at like noon. And so you want to be there in front of your computer to get the edit sale. And honestly, now that I'm just saying it out loud, I'm realizing what a capitalist shill, shrill I am. Shill? Uh, well, shrill. both, but it's shill, I think the word is the word. <laughs> How you're dare you for. call me shrill? Um, so here's my issue with FabFitFun. Now, I had thought that you signed up for a subscription box. I which did. Everybody knows what those are at this point, right? You, uh, m- many companies, uh, depending on your uh, tastes, uh, you go and you sign up for a monthly subscription, almost like a magazine, mm-hmm. and it's a rolling subscription. So mm-hmm. each month you receive a new box, a new package to unbox and yeah. open up that has secret goodies and treats in it for the most part. I mean, that's how it sort of started. The first one that I remember, um, Loot Crate, that was mm. something that was being um, uh, pushed on podcasts that I listen to, on the right. nerdy podcasts that I listen to. And that was like figurines and stickers and stuff. It was like a comic book adjacent thing, I yeah. think. So like you could get toys and stickers and like just anything that they would slap like a comic book face on, you, you might end up in this box. Now, you don't know what's in the box until that m- month's box com- comes out. And I, I think um, in the beginning, you could only have like a choice of if you wanted like maybe the um, the, the, the one that was maybe more for boys and maybe more for girls, mm. um, gendered boxes. Yeah. I, I think that was all you could do. And, uh, I kind of looked into it and I was like, oh, this is a little too expensive for a bunch of junk. You yeah. know, like I don't need bobbleheads and rulers with a uh, Wolverine's face on it. <sighs> yeah. So that was how I learned about it. And then uh, you started getting really in the subscription boxes. And I went through a phase. I got the goddess box for a few months. And what is the go- what was the goddess box? The goddess box was like a witchy box that came once a month. And it would have like crystals and, and aura sprays and moon charts and, and uh, tea leaves, dried tea leaves, stuff like that for your more new age gal. And what happened with the goddess box? Why did that fall out of favor? I just was like, why am I, why don't I just go buy these things? I'm just, I'm getting, I'm, I'm really only, you know what? I'm liking two thirds of them, right? But like one third of them, I'm not liking. And now I have the task of trying to get rid of this thing. What am I going to, I'm not going to throw it away. Now I'm thinking, what friend am I going to pawn it off on? Now the goddess box was this sort of like, um, like I was, as I was saying with loot crate where you had no choice in the matter. You just got what you got, right? Mm -hmm. So um, this is what I had understood to be these subscription boxes. Yeah. Uh, Later, Ashley falls into this fab fit fun hole. Oh yeah. um, Big time. And she's still in it. And I'm seeing this, I'm seeing this thing come (laughs) to the house once a month. I'm seeing her. uh -uh once it's it's once every three months because it's a seasonal box okay a seasonal box but here's what i find out down the line nick probably hates a this year part. later is i'm seeing her on the website of FabFitFun, and she's scrolling through an endless amount of items and clicking boxes checking boxes checking boxes and i go what's this she goes oh this is fab fit fun i go oh you can choose 
what's in your FabFitFun box? And you said, well, they give you the stuff from the month, but you can do add-ons. And I go, oh, cool. You could just throw extra stuff in your box. Like, yeah, it costs money. So <laughs> then I'm like, wait a minute. So you have this subscription to a box that's like, okay, it's a set price. It comes every month. They, they curate it for you. A bunch of people, idiots on the internet, <laughs> unbox them and tell you how they feel about them. Um, and I know that that's all fun, the pageantry of it all. Um, but the f- then you're like adding these things on. It costs money. It's like you're just shopping. Yeah. You're ju- it's just Amazon, but it's called FabFitFun. Right. And you're paying extra for that shit. They really got you over a barrel here. Well, here's how it works. Um, so as far as now, I thought you were going to bring up the other part that we had. Um, I had seen you sort of it evoke your annoyance in the past, which is that you can customize parts of your box. So it's not all random. So it's like I'm a I'm like a, an exclusive member of FabFitFun. Oh, how did you get that exclusivity? <laughs> I, they chose you at random or they just kind of gauged how cool you are and they were like, we need you to be an exclusive member or is it something you're paying extra for? I'm not paying extra for it, sort of. You, I, I bought a year of boxes up front. Yeah. So I bought four boxes instead of going season to season. Do I regret it? Of course. <laughs> but one of the things that I get, and you can't cancel your year once you buy the year. Yeah, of course you can't. So... One of the things is I get to customize parts of my box. So like on this last fall box, I think I was showing you a purse. And I was like, do you like the black one or do you like the brown, the reddish brown one? I remember the purse saga. Yeah. So it's sort of like. Of May or whatever. So it's sort of like you get to pick certain items from the, that will be in the box. So I thought that's what you were going to discuss. Now the add-ons. By the way, has that come? Yes. Never seen it. You spent. It's right here. Where? Oh, it's folded up in a bag that you never <laughs> took it out. It to you, you never took it out I of this put, bag. Nick, this how bag dare is, you, guys? You can't see this. She has the bag within another bag. It's tucked away uh, next Nick, to three boxes. You know, I modeled this bags. for you. I put my laptop in it and yeah. I showed you Did that my you laptop. Did you ever take it out of your home? Out of our home? No. What is going on? <laughs> you have an issue, my friend. It's almost as if the New York Times should do a podcast on it. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> you guys, I was on a New York Times podcast about my online shopping. Check it out. I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Google it. I'm just the first episode. Um, and then I yeah, I got into a, uh, this is a fun story, and then I got into a altercation with the producers of this podcast. Yeah, why? Um, because they were calling me up and they wanted me to be interviewed on the podcast. And first of all, if anybody's listening here, if somebody asks me to do something that I don't really want to do and then I do it, you guys, whoever's asking, the asker should just run away. Nick hates doing stuff. If I begrudgingly agree to something, when it comes down to doing it, I'm not going to give you my all and I'll probably ruin it somehow. I just found the app. It's called, the podcast is called Self-Control. And episode one, this is the description for episode one. Ashley shops online a lot. Sends stuff to places all over the city. Hides her packages when they arrive. She wants to go a month without buying anything online. So we turn to the world's best breath holders for answers. So that was all about. That's my episode. What the hell is the world's best breath holders? Self, oh, it's called Change Agent. Sorry. Change Agent is the Why name of the podcast. Why are they calling it Change Agent? Change Agent. Change Agent. Change Agent is the name of the podcast. Self-control. Change Agent. Shut, Nick. Stop. Okay. so Talking. The, well, I want to explain what I was saying before. So they wanted, you know, a loved one to speak and talk about how, you know, uh, Ashley's uh, addiction 
is affecting our lives. You guys, this is so embarrassing. And first of all, when Ashley and I talked about it beforehand and I said that I'd do it, I was like, yeah, sure. I was like, but like, you don't really have a shopping addiction. Like you have subscription boxes sometimes and you order things off of Amazon, but who doesn't? I get a lot of Disney pins. That yeah, was but, a part of the But app. it's also, it goes in waves. You know what I mean? Like it when does was the last time? Waves. When was the last time you bought a Disney pin? Like a year? Like, you know what yeah. I mean? So you're not constantly shopping. You have a full life. Uh, you know, at the time you were really into this, you were gainfully employed. Um, right. At the time I was making enough money. Not to- that you're not employed now, but like you were working on, you are writing for television. We live in an apartment that we're basically stealing from the city of Brooklyn, <laughs> um, from the borough of Brooklyn. Like, I mean, uh, it, we're, we're making out pretty decent as human beings that actually can afford to shop on Amazon every now and again. Well, I was at a point in my life where I could buy myself nice clothes to wear to work and You're, stuff like that. I'm at a point right now where I'm embracing minimalism. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Yeah. Cause she's out of work. So <laughs> what I just didn't think that it warranted that you're, I didn't think you were an addict and that they were going to frame it as you being an addict. Now, when uh, but I was like, you know, oh, it's a New York Times podcast. That's pretty cool. That's good publicity. I mean, we're both in entertainment. This is good. I'd like to jump in here and say that I also did not think I was an addict. And when they called me and they reached out to me, I told them that I wasn't, I didn't really have an, I wasn't really addicted to online shopping. And they were like, well, we've been interviewing a lot of addicts. And honestly, it's pretty depressing. We wanted to talk to a comedian to bring some levity to the um, podcast. So we reached out to a few comedians. I was one of the comedians they reached out to. I was one of the ones they ended up doing the story about. It It, it wasn't an addiction, but it was a behavior that I wanted wanted to control so sure. that is that is the gray area there um and i thought it would be publicity too but they never said my full name or anything no, like they that keep, they kept it anonymous <laughs> so then okay so now i'm having like a back and forth uh, email situation saying setting up a a, a a phone interview to to be the loved one um and then so i get a phone call from some guy oh, i assume is the producer of the show i uh, will leave this person's name out of it i don't know what it is and if i was I did, gonna say it but... oh i was gonna say if i did i'd say it um but so the guy start. i mean it starts being a normal interview and on that day i just decided that this was strangely exploitive and i didn't like it yeah you were in a bad mood that day well i don't know this might have put me in a bad mood eventually what happened is they were trying to get me to say that ashley's addiction was going to force me to give her an ultimatum about our relationship. Why and, were they doing that? And they that? wanted me to say that. They were like, well, what would be the ultimatum? Like, what is the, uh, you know, like, how is this ruining your guys? Like, they were, they wanted a story, and this is how these things are done. So they kind of phrased the questions in a way like Ashley was some sort of an addict and this was ruining our relationship. And at that moment, I decided that I was not going to give them what they wanted. Yeah. And instead get into a passive aggressive slash aggressive argument with this guy (laughs) in which I told him, like, she doesn't have an addiction. This is ridiculous. And I won't throw her under the bus like this. Babe, I really like that about you. (laughs) Yeah. But here's the thing. Was I throwing you under the bus or was I just saying I didn't want to do this? You knew what I was doing. It was all agreed upon. You know what I mean? So I'm not too sure. I did. I quote unquote did this for us and you. But did I? Because I'm pretty sure you knew what I was doing and you were the one asking me to do it. No, I, I, in retrospect, I think that's very, I respect your decision and I think it shows you care for me. And I like that about you. So then cut to me not get, me giving them a pretty bad interview. And then later when they're contacting Ashley talking about my interview and being like, hey, we just need him to do this or that, you know. And uh, I told Ashley, 
make sure that they do. I do not want them to air my interview. And if they do, I'm going to get really upset and I'm going to take legal action or something. (laughs) And I had to send a very terse email. (laughs) You know, the thing with me is I pretty much do whatever an authority figure tells me to do. So when they were like, we got to get Nick back on the phone, please work it out with Nick. I was like, Nick, they really need you. But I was just I was just being a pawn really to their podcast. I mean, it was fun to do and I learned things and. I did enjoy the experience. I don't look back on it negatively by any means. Um, but I do, did. You ever listen to it? I did. Yeah, I liked it. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, I liked my app, and I liked what I learned. I learned about. Um, I, I did learn some self control techniques, which have helped me. Yeah, right. I catch you on this FabFitFunBox website. Nick, don't bring up FabFitFun again. <laughs> adding like twenty things to your box, <laughs> and, and then it's I like, take them off at the end, and I don't check out. There you go. And that's my secret. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that boxes have come with a bunch of your add-ons in. Well, the add-ons will be like uh, getting my shampoo and conditioner, which I would spend too much money on at Sephora, but I'm getting it for like regular drugstore prices on the add-ons. Anyway. All right. Well, that's that. That's our reality show. That's our show. Um, But also, (laughs) Ashley did something incredibly tragic this week. Um, and I really would like her to explore that for a moment here before we get into talking about television. What did I do? You cut your own bangs. Oh, my God. You that cut was, your own bangs. That was the second thing I wanted to talk about. Why did I cut my own bangs? I was so bored, guys. And I really thought that I was going to make my bangs look really cute. And this is going to be my new fall look is to have some bangs. I watch a My bunch- new fall look's going to be um it's gonna look as though i uh this is what i call not so sharp scissors that's what this this is you see how it's choppy but in not in like a way that looks good well that's what i that's my look it's it's sort of like you know it's almost as if i took uh garden shears and chopped my own hair in a time in a moment of weakness when i was by myself in the apartment it's that's kind of what i was going for (laughs) It was like as if I was staring into the void thinking that um, my life was coming to a screeching halt and that nothing meant anything. And the only thing that could fix it is if I took out a pair of toddler scissors and I just chopped my bangs away. Yeah, that's basically what happened. (laughs) That's basically what happened. We don't have a sharp scissor in this apartment, so I don't even know what you were trying to cut your... your, I I wasn't here for it. I have some scissors. I have some hair scissors. You got some shears? Yeah, I got some shears. I sheared it up. What happened here? I just really thought bangs were going to be the answer, and I watch a lot of YouTube videos about how to cut your own bangs, and I felt confident about it, and I went into the bathroom, and I, I made a mistake. I went into the bathroom and made a mistake. And then I got to watch you for the past like three days, like trying trying to place your bangs <laughs> where they should be, which is always fun where it's like I walk into the house and, and like your hair is propped up in a way that it looks like your fingers were on it two seconds ago. And you're like, hey, everything looks normal here, right? <laughs> I'm not mentioning anything just to see if anything strikes you as strange. This is a lesson I have to learn at once every three years, the bangs lesson. Well, you have a odd relationship with your hair. Where, I do. Where you... It, no matter what place it is, you want it to be in a different place. Yeah. So if it's longer, you want it to be shorter. Shorter, you miss your long hair. Yep. Um, you know, natural color, I want to dye it red. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's you are forever unhappy with your hair. I just feel like I'm like one hairstyle away from knowing who I truly am. 
And but yet it's just kind of like uh, it's like um, what is it Sisyphus with the bo- with the boulder? Is yeah, he, that's see the Sisyphus. One? Good job. You know, and it just never ends. It just never ends. Yeah. So what are we gonna what are we gonna do about the chopped up? Bangs? I guess I gotta go to a hairdresser and get her to fix it. Now is that gonna mean you're gonna cut your hair completely? No. What she'll do is she'll blend the bangs in because right now they are they do not work with the rest of the hair. They stand out. They're sticking up. There's no blend. Um, so she'll just kind of do some face framing layers to make it look softer and then you won't notice them as much and then I'll grow them out. Okay. All right. Well, that's the plan, guys. We'll keep you updated on how that goes. Let's get into some reality TV after the break. Guys, we're back. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, over the break, we had a long discussion. Nick got bangs. I got bangs. I cut them. <laughs> Uh, all that happened. Uh, so, uh, Ashley, as you were saying, maybe we did watch a ton of reality TV. I mean, I do feel bad for the blowhards out there. I don't want to have to go into Are You the One anymore. I mean, but do you want to quickly, before we get into talking about what we normally talk about, how do you feel about Jersey Shore? That seems to be wrapping up. Did you like the last two episodes that we watched? Uh, is it wor- Are you looking forward to part three? I'm hearing that they are doing more shooting in New Jersey. I think part three is going to be a New Jersey season. Yeah, they are going to be in New Jersey. I've seen pictures of um, the dudes being on those jetpacks above the water. You know, lots of fun pics that someone took of that. Um, I'm not feeling Jersey Shore, and I'm not feeling Are You the One, even though I will faithfully watch both. I think part three is a is going to be the the situation wedding uh, oh. season from from what I'm seeing from social media. That makes sense. Um, where uh, they seem to have a wedding shower mm-hmm. um, where most of the cast joined uh, the Sitch and Lauren's, yeah. as he says, uh, to um, in New Jersey to do an Italian wedding shower is what it he was calling it. It looked very cool. There was a lemon tree in the back. It was a lot. It was very, very classic Godfather-esque. I enjoyed it. Um, but who wasn't there? Um, I didn't see Ronnie in the pick and I didn't see, uh, Paulie D in the pick. Yeah. Right. They, they don't live in Jer- the Jersey area yep. anymore. Like everybody else does. Roger was also not there. Roger not pictured. Because divorce, divorce file, divorce papers have been filed. Yes. I guess we haven't really reported that to the blowhards, but wow. Jay wow and, and Roger. Jay wow. And my mom was right the whole time. Roger's yeah. a jerk. Is he? Why does she think he's a jerk? Remember, she, she that was oh, one of the people right. that she was posting on their uh, Instagram accounts. And he was like, "If you don't like me, unfollow me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was being insensitive to people with uh, addiction problems. Oh, my mom, that's my what mom it was. called him out. Yeah, um, yeah. He seems like he might be an insensitive guy. Uh, uh, there is a picture that's on the situation's Instagram of like all the cast and like whoever had kids on the cast. Yeah, hanging out. Um, and it. There is uh, a a little Snooky and Snooky's little girl. Snooky's daughter looks like a smushed down little Snooky <laughs> in in the most perfect little way possible. Snooky's daughter is like the cutest little girl in the world. Yeah, because uh, Snooky's like four foot one or something, and right. her daughter must be like one foot two, and and she's and got her the husband's same. Husband's tiny. They're all super tiny, and like. The, the the Snooky's little daughter uh, has like Snooky's hair hairstyle looks Aww. exactly like like a mini Snooky yeah and it's very cute like you know when you have there's a little dog and then all of a sudden a littler dog shows up <laughs> and you're like what the fuck <laughs> how could this happen that's kind of like Snooky and her daughter Aww. it's re- very adorable uh, Dino now, you know, was also I, I, I didn't see uh, Snooky's husband there I didn't see uh, what's his name oh good point at this thing so maybe spouses weren't maybe 
the spouses didn't show up to this because maybe it was a shoot for the show. Yeah. And maybe they're trying in solidarity with Wow to be like, since Roger's not coming, you know, Snooky's like, I'm I'm leaving uh, Homeboy at home. I saw on Reddit that all the Jersey Shore cast members had unfollowed Roger except for Ronnie and Dina. Dina, interesting. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Maybe Dina's husband is Roger's friend. Yeah, maybe Dina's having her baby. I don't know. Yeah, maybe Dina, she just D- is not paying attention yeah. to Instagram. We saw Dina in, a, in a, uh, an episode ago. On Finally, because I was like, why is she keep being in the intro? Why is she in the credits if she hasn't shown up in the show at all? So she did show up. Her and JWoww got lunch in Jersey. Yeah, I, I'm not really feeling our usual shows. You know, usually uh, Jersey Shore and Are You the One bring me a lot of joy. And I, it's kind of... It's kind of been work watching them. Um, the show that is bringing me the most joy is The Challenge right yeah, now. It's ch- so good. The Challenge has gotten very good very quick. Yeah. Uh, and also, um, tomorrow's episode uh, is, you know, we're recording this on it's Monday. It's going to be huge. We're releasing. Tomorrow's episode, the, the trailer for the episode makes it look like uh, Tony gets his neck broken by a masked man. Yeah. Um, and uh, Zach gets punched in the face and like he can't feel his nose. It's, his nose is like broken. People I, look hurt. I cannot wait for the When you sent me the trailer for this and yeah. like the internet hubbub about it. Yeah. I had not seen the trailer for this yet. Um, it was probably like two days ago and it immediately was like, oh my God, I got to watch this. Show. Like I couldn't tell you how happy I was to find out that there were physical fights happening on on my favorite show. I will just say that the challenge in and, and, and if you don't listen to our Wednesday show, we recap every episode of the challenge final reckoning so you can listen to that for hot takes. Um but I I don't I I love that they have moved past these storylines that they were banging us over the head with uh, early in the season, and now about Kyle banging uh, mm-hmm. other people. Yeah. yeah, and then like the Polly Kyle Kara situation, it's just like going on and on, and it, it's really taken off in terms of other interpersonal relationships coming to a head. I feel like they should make. Um, just thinking of this now, they should make the challenge people sign these uh, things that they make. The Are You The One cast sign that you can't show up in social media pictures until the season is wrapped up with other cast members uh. just to not to throw people off on who might have been a um, a match and not. Because the fact that we see Cara Maria and Polly together doing publicity and hanging out and it's just a known thing that they're together now completely sort of ruins the idea that maybe her and Kyle are going to get back together. Not that I want that to happen, but it is interesting if that is a possible storyline. I, right. I want to be surprised. Because it's being edited as if it is a yeah, possible storyline. Yeah, especially line. the last episode in which... Um, he left jewelry for Kyle her. Kyle left all his uh, pirate jewelry for her when he got sent to the uh, Redemption, Redemption House. house. Um, anyway, so tomorrow you got to tune in. I mean, we'll have our uh, our our uh, recap up on Wednesday morning. So just make sure that you guys are checking that out. And you can listen to all those on our feed. Um, also, uh, do us a favor. Might as well do it right now. Um, you know, go ahead and scroll down on your Apple Podcasts app. Rate us five stars. This podcast is not over. But I figured I'd see this little, <laughs> little thing in. No, it makes a big difference as far as um, who it sees our podcast. Yeah, just and- help us out. I know more people that have re- reviewed this. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, I don't know the number exactly. I don't care to reveal that on this on this podcast. But I know for a fact I got the analytics. Way more people listen to this podcast than rate this <laughs> podcast. So if half of you Nick's go ahead and rate this thing. Out. 
You guys will help us out. Now I mean, we're pouring our souls out here. You heard us talk about FabFitFun for twenty minutes. <laughs> That's worth five stars. Now we talked about last week. We uh, touched on the subject of Tori Deal doing the podcast, and one of our listeners, Janelle, uh, she tweeted at us. You might remember her from the Wow, the Tori <laughs> and Chelsco breaking news uh, came straight from Janelle. And yeah, maybe it wasn't a hundred percent true, but did we fucking care? No way. It still made our days. Tori and else go forever <laughs> yeah all right it's gonna be our first t-shirt okay janelle i unfortunately we can't cut you in on that <laughs> but uh we probably also won't ever make it and may never bring if it up if we again. do make it you're definitely getting a t-shirt you're for getting free. a t-shirt you'll get two yeah I'll give you you'll two. get two we'll give you three we'll give you two <laughs> one for you and one for a loved one um, I really wish Tori and Chelsea. I would watch a show that was just featured around Tori and Chelsea being a couple. I guarantee you, eighty-five percent of the our podcast audience do not know who Tori <laughs> and Chelsea is, and I love that idea that that people are listening to us. And every third episode, we bring up Tori and Chelsea, and they it doesn't sound like we're saying names. Yeah, we should clarify those are two human beings. Yeah, Chelsea. Alle- <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Tori sounds like a name. Chelsco does not. Tori sort of sounds like a name. Yeah. It sort of does. It does. Chelsco definitely <laughs> doesn't sound like a name. Um, Chelsco sounds like three names mashed up into one name. So Janelle wrote us and she said, hey guys. It's actually, it's like, it's like Chelsea and Roscoe. Would you be quiet and let me read this, please? She wrote, hey, guys, if Tori Deal wants to do an interview, you guys should do it. I don't think she cares what your refrigerator looks like. Thank you, Janelle. But the interview does not have to be at your home. Great point. You can do it over the phone. That's how most podcasters do it anyway. God, I hate those over-the-phone interviews. I really hate them. They just sound bad. They sound bad. And honestly, I mean, if we did it, who knows what we would do. I mean, There's I- a time delay. There's a time delay with over the phone. It's like it's a half of a second, a quarter of a second, but it's enough for yeah. me to not feel there's pacing. Is she going to be able to hang by her phone and know exactly when we decide to get out of bed and record this thing? I mean, I don't know if we'll be able to set it up, but I know that she spends a lot of time in New York City. We spend a lot of time in New York City as well. You know, if we decide to get this done, I think it's got to be a face to face situation. I want her in here. We'll just have to wait and see what Nick says. Hey, relax. It's, it's not all on Nick. No, it isn't. It's 100% it's on Nick. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's 75% on me. <laughs> it's, I'm on board and excited. Anyway, let's move on to the shows that we watched. We watched The Millionaire, Million Match. What no. is it called? Million Dollar Matchmaker is what we watched. Million it's on, Dollar it's on, Matchmaker. It was on WeTV. I don't think it's on there anymore, but it is on Hulu. Ashley chose this at random. We decided to do, Ashley, you choose a show at random that you've never seen. I will choose a show at random that we've never seen. And uh, tell me, uh, how, how did it... Well, well, well this is something well, Nick and I like to do. It's well, like oh. one of us will pick a show and then the other one gets to pick the next show. And it's just a fun way to keep things spicy. Um, except for the fact that Nick has pretty much outlawed home improvement shows, which are really the only ones I ever want to watch. Except but for it, the show Home Improvement, which <laughs> I'm happy to watch at any moment. He, I think he's had his fill of um, watching houses get demolished. Hey man, I've had, my, I ha- I've had my drill. Oh, wow. Of, uh, something, something, Get something, out. Something. Okay, bye. <laughs> um, and so I was kind of still thinking about the idea of uh, self-help reality shows, of um, life coach reality shows. And you had mentioned last week that The Millionaire Matchmaker was sort of a self-helpish show. So when I saw this on the Roku, I was like, let me jump in. Little did I know it was the reboot of the original show. Yeah. So I didn't know that they did this. So Millionaire Matchmaker, which is which was on Bravo, it was on for eight seasons. Um, uh, Patty Stanger 
um, who is the millionaire matchmaker, uh, she leaves that network, and like a year later, she announces that on WeTV, she's bringing a show there called Million Dollar Matchmaker. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's a different show. Different show. Than Millionaire Matchmaker. It's Million Dollar Matchmaker. Same host. Different team. Well, no, actually, I believe that team that we saw in the first episode of Million Dollar Matchmaker was on like the last few seasons of Millionaire Matchmaker. Oh. She got rid of her original team, updated her team to a sexier group of people. Yeah. More diverse. More diverse and definitely better looking. Yeah. Thinner. Uh, Thinner. Younger. Younger. So less beards involved as well there's a guy with a beard in the original anyway so we watch million dollar matchmaker i look it up and i'm like boy she just brought her show back to a different network changed the name slightly and it's the same show if you guys haven't seen the we tv show i don't blame you it's the i mean you can definitely go back and continue to just watch that millionaire matchmaker it's the same thing that's happening she's pairing people up with millionaires Mm -hmm. um i think this, uh, I somebody was somebody a millionaire in what we were watching were the people that she was trying to set the, no one the ever said up? they were a millionaire but people did say they had money lots of money but so, there was no one was ever described as a millionaire yes. so it seems like a false premise so maybe they're not millionaires but they do seem wealthy yeah and we watched this show and Ashley uh, I gotta ask you did it fulfill your self-help needs? I hated it. You hated it. It made me want to watch Queer Eye again because they were the opposite of this woman. This woman's like mean and shitty and everybody on the show is like mean and shitty and the people who are going on the dates who are being set up are like clearly attention seekers. This is like an opportunistic thing and um, then she's just like mean to these like sad lonely people. She's like, no one's ever going to love you. You have too much plastic surgery and they're like oh okay and you know she's like how i guess it's a it's a tough love situation which honestly in this climate life is hard guys this political climate has everybody feeling down i don't need to watch a woman screaming at another person about how they're a fuck up okay i want some love i want some queer eye in there talking about the green stick well you know patty that's her that's her bag. You know, she breaks you down to build you back up. I'm not into it anymore. It seems like a, a, a pre Trump type thing. Well, so on the show, basically there were two uh, lonely hearted people that she set up a series of dates for. And the first one was a guy who had overdone it on plastic surgery. Um, he had seventeen implants, you know, and he had two hundred and fifty surgeries. I mean, it was kind of crazy. I mean, he was like he had bicep implants and he's, chest implants and chin he's known implants. Known as the Ken doll. Is that what he, the he's, living Ken he's doll? The living Ken doll. Yeah. And her whole thing was like, "How dare you talk about your plastic surgeries on your date? You got to let people get to know you. You can't have people looking at your body, and that's all that you're about. You got to show that you got some depth. Who cares about your plastic surgeries? Don't you dare bring up that disgusting stuff to me. Meanwhile. Talking, but this woman must have probably she at least has has had thirty procedures done at least. And <laughs> before she meets him, her and her team are looking at pictures of him, and she's like making fun of him. She's like, "Oh my god, this is disgusting." Yeah. So then he comes in there, and this guy's like floored by this behavior. Yeah. But then also like she's one of these people that are like, 
will break you down in a way to, but also have you making it make you immediately uh have to please this person where like you know you're like i just want patty to to like me you know what i mean and God, you're just I like i would be one of those people <laughs> you probably would i would be immediately be like patty you're right i'll do whatever you say you tell me to grow up my bangs i'll grow up my bangs so they set this guy up on some on some horse dates um and they seem to go well and then at the very end, they do this horrifying thing where like out of the three <laughs> dates that she sets up the Ken doll with, the Ken doll chooses one of those people mm-hmm. to uh, possibly further the relationship with. They then take that name to the people that are waiting. They tell that one person, you're the person he cho- she chooses. But as a double switchy swerve, mm. now that guy has to accept. It was a guy. This was a gay uh, man. So that guy has to accept... The invitation for a the second invitation date. of the second date. So not only is the uh, <sighs> the 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 main person choosing out of three. Now that person that that main person chooses has to choose that main person back, or it doesn't count. And yeah. they do this in a reveal where they go, "Okay, you've chosen uh, uh, candidate B. Um, now candidate B might be behind this door, or maybe not." But don't worry, because you've changed so much. Like they're building this person up yeah. for you know, hey, he, this person might not be there. Uh, the 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 Ken doll chooses the guy. Is the guy behind the door? Opens up the door. No, not there. And the look on the Ken doll's face was sad. It was so sad. And then it cut to an interview with the guy who had not knocked on the door or who had declined the second date. And the guy was like, "Yeah, it was too much plastic surgery." He's like I couldn't get get past that. That was crazy, man. It's like why? I feel like they brought that Ken doll guy on just to shame him. It felt like um. What's the word when you're you're gawking at something for entertainment? Is that rubbernecking? Uh, rubbernecking uh, to me is more of like if there's a crash on the side of the road, people turning their it heads. It felt like they brought this guy on because they were like, "Ooh, this will be interesting." Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, it was I don't the first like episode that. they wanted to make it be insane. I do not like so it. So that guy's like sad and then it's like, "Okay, see ya, you're gone." And then uh, there was a woman who was I'd also like to point out that they choose from 2, not from 3. Okay, but there was three people initially? Okay, no, there's two? two dates. Okay. Well, thank you for derailing <laughs> for that detail. I'm sure everybody needs to know. They do. So then there's a woman, and she is a, uh, she likes to jump into relationships with, I guess, pill heads. I don't know. There was a whole thing about. Oh, man. So they, they, <laughs> they have them, like, go through, like, crazy things to sort of, like, get to the bottom of who they need in their life. And so Patty and her team has, um, a, brings this woman um, this older woman up to a uh, a rooftop, and uh, on the rooftop ledge there are five backpacks, five parachutes, parachutes. Yeah. Um, and on the parachute, uh, there's like a like a note card, and it has like three facts about a man. Well, they're all qualities, so it'll be like loves dogs, has a sailboat, really funny. So she gets to choose the backpack based on the qualities, and then so, I mean the the parachute based on the qualities. So she chooses the parachute, and then she puts it on, and Patty's like, "Are you willing to jump with that parachute?" Because this woman's problem is that she jumps too head over heels into a relationship before realizing if it's good for her. Yeah. So she's like, "Okay, so choose one of these parachutes." And then so she chooses one that is like has a boat, loves dogs, yeah. loves life or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, I like this one. And then so 
Patty like brings her brings the parachute on, straps it on her back, and goes, "Oh, you're okay. So you love this one. You're ready to jump. You think this one's gonna safely get you on the ground? You're just gonna jump off this fucking building? <laughs> Is that what you're gonna do?" And then she's like, "Uh, I don't know. You guys brought me to a rooftop." <laughs> she's like, "Well, get on the goddamn ledge then. If you think you're so safe with this parachute, go ahead and jump." And then so she's like, maybe I shouldn't jump. And she's like, maybe you should look in the fucking parachute before you decide to jump off a goddamn roof. Yeah, she's like, only one of these has a parachute in it. Only one of these packs. And she opens up. She's like, let's see what you thought was a safe parachute. And she opens up the one that she chose. She opens it up. And it's just like a bottle of prescription pills. And she like throws it at her. She's like, look, this person's a friggin' pill head. Then there was like debt notices. Yeah, oh, debt. And then there was like a bloody glove. Like, it's, it's OJ Simpson or something, you know. There was no bloody club. whatever i'm trying to prove a point here ash yeah in a in a in a way she just shamed this woman for liking a dog lover and then the yeah and then the woman was like oh god that guy didn't jump off this roof those pills wouldn't have saved me maybe i could have fashioned the glove into something but still that's a risk let's not forget the fact that before this whole thing happened the she made the woman talk about how she was molested as a child and then it took us like a minute and a half of talking about that and she's like okay let's go to the roof yeah and are you ready to jump after we talk about your childhood molestation in this woman's interview she was like i can't believe i opened up to patty like that i've literally never told that anybody that my entire <laughs> life and i was like boy this is you just been manipulated for television lady mm-hmm. anyway after the roof debacle she goes on two dates with uh, two different guys one guy's a little too goofy the other guy is a, a widower he seems kind of sweet um you know and she eventually chooses the widower they do the whole thing where it's like okay well behind this door does the widower show up yes he does he does folks we got a happy ending ladies and gentlemen. yeah th- who knows what happened to them after that show but he did show up now is it the ending not quite because what million dollar matchmaker seems to be doing is adding extra written storylines within this reality show. Mm -hmm. Because at the very end of this show... They're they're, all hanging out. They're all hanging out. There's a knock at the door. And they do this thing where it's like there's a they're filming the show. There's a knock at the door. Patty's having a conversation. The camera leaves Patty. Patty continues her conversation as if like, oh no, this is what we do. We just hang out and the cameras roll. It's like no, this is a set. Yeah, you're doing a thing. Don't try to pretend like this is cinema verite all of a sudden. She's it's like, not. who's that knocking at the door? It's and, like you yeah. know. And then so the door gets opened and who shows up? Her old matchmaker staff. Dun dun dun. It's insane. And then she they kind of look at Patty and they go, Patty. We got something to talk to you about. We have some unresolved business. And then the old team, the new team stare each other down. Credits roll. Are you going to watch an extra episode? We decided not to. The answer is no. (laughs) (laughs) We do not knock on that door, Patty. So there you go. I mean, Million Dollar Matchmaker, Patty's doing it up. I mean, this was from 2016. I think they did two seasons. I don't know if it's still on TV. Who cares? There is eight seasons of the Bravo show if you're really interested in it. Um, I've watched it a little bit. Now, Nick picks this next show, and I have to say, I was very hesitant, and then turns out I love it. Yeah, so, I mean, we talked about it earlier, so there's no oh, reason okay. to okay, there's no around. reveal. I chose the 2008 reboot of American Gladiators, which is also on Hulu. Wow, is that wow, a reality wow. show? Well, guess what? Turns out it's a co- competition show, and it is a reality show, and that these people are in a competition to become American Gladiators at the end of the season. And it, it um, it's hosted by Layla Ali and Hulk Hogan, and honestly, it's amazing. It's, it's incredible. So good. Here's what, what I think uh, initially drew Ashley into it, is the competitions are... Are very much like almost as if 
the challenge ripped off the competitions. I mean, it's a lot of those type of head-to-head elimination challenges, which they've been doing since the early show and I believe the very late 80s, early 90s. So I used to watch that. It would be on like television when I'd come home from school. Like I remember it like after Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, yeah. They would put uh, American Gladiators would be on and uh, Siren and Blast and all these, uh, you know, kind of like surfer bodybuilder model guys i was reading some it was like 13 facts you don't know about american gladiators and one of the facts was that and they originally had like pretty lame names they had to rename them like when they started the show it would be like marlin (laughs) (laughs) what's up i'm tommy (laughs) yeah exactly um yeah and then they're like hey we gotta give these no no that 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 guy's name is crush (laughs) let's call that guy crush instead so um yeah so we watched uh we watched the the first episode of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I went ahead and watched the, or I, actually, I watched with Ashley the first episode, part one, yes. which was like forty-five minutes long. We turned it off because it was a double episode. I went back watched the second part of the first episode without Ashley. She got very mad at me. I didn't think you wanted to watch it anymore. I didn't want to watch it anymore that night because we had already wa- we had watched like Are You the One Millionaire Match Mil- Million Dollar Matchmaker. <laughs> God damn it, Ashley. And that. We had watched like three hours of television in a row. Yeah, that's not enough. There's only so much a woman could take. So um, we watched this uh, and it really was. I mean, it's just constant elimination challenges head to head and they're fun challenges. I mean, you got the classic. And, and you know, you forget this is where all this shit came from. Yeah. The, the, the knock a person off their beam, the jousting. God, I love it. I mean, that's great. The rings are my fave. The rings where you have to like swing on the rings and get from one platform to the other. Uh, there's uh, one of my faves is where, the thing where you ha- where there's like a garbage can, a series of garbage cans, and you got to like throw soccer, dunk, oh, yeah. dunk soccer balls in it. Before now that's I- like a straight up cha- the challenge. A hundred percent took that from them. Yeah, that's I mean, a, yeah. we've seen we saw that on Invasion of the Champs. Here's the thing though, on the American Gladiators version, there's many different buckets around to put them in, and yeah. in the challenge, there's only one in the center. Mm. Um, so and and you, on Invasion and, of the Champs, I felt like there's a few buckets, but I could be wrong about. I don't that. know. Maybe there so is. A while ago. Um, so uh, it, it's, uh, it was a lot of fun to watch this. Um, unfortunately, five minutes into the first episode, the first female uh, uh, challenger in the first oh. in the first uh, oh competition, she like tears her ACL. Oh, it was so painful. And, it, and it's like, these are always the worst. This is in football. This is always the worst. It, it, I mean, maybe it's not the worst, but it's just as bad. But for some reason, is is when you hurt your own knee, it, 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 where you're you plant, you twist, you Oof. pop, and nobody's around, and you just hit the ground and you can't move. Like those type of injuries hurt me the most. I had an injury like that in uh, when I was in high school. I dislocated my kneecap at where I was Aww. in gym class, and I caught a I caught a ball, and then I I planted and I twisted my knee, and I dislocated my kneecap. Ugh. My kneecap is on the other side of my Nick, leg. Stop. The other side, and it kind of sounded a little something like this. So, <laughs> my uh, poor baby, <laughs> my poor um, baby, and his bad knees. So, um, yeah, I thought that happened at a football game. No, I broke my knees in football. Oh my god, I broke my femur bone in, in football. Oh, and that's uh, when you had to have year, surgery. Same year, I did not have surgery on on What's either of them. The worst injury is the dislocation that happened in Ugh. gym class. Uh, I can always feel a little swelling over Ugh. here. And what I think it happened, it's reset itself. We got to get um, you to a physical therapist. It's fine. No, no, no. Because when I lost weight and, and started going to the gym, I stopped feeling it. I oh, don't feel good. it. Like, But I can just feel like right now my knee is like kind of uh, bent. And if I kind of 
tighten up this knee versus tighten up this knee. There's just a little bit more tight tightness here. What I think I did do. You guys, Nick has the cutest knees. Was tear what? I'm These hairy old at things right now, and they're so cute. My uh, my, I think I tore a men my meniscus, okay. and I think that's what's wrong with my knee. Because that every like once a year, maybe even less than. I'll be just kind of walking around and all of a sudden it's like there's like a weird pain and I have to limp for mm. about like half a day and then it goes back. And, and I've looked that up. I think it's a meniscus tear. Now, hopefully this American Gladiator competitor is not feeling what I was feeling for about 10 years. Whatever is she is feeling now, I I mean, it. it uh, watching, they forced us to watch the replay at least eight they times. They love it. They kept popping up. You just watch her, her leg turn to a spaghetti noodle, basically. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I couldn't watch it. I, I cannot watch leg injuries any she sort of broke out. any sort of uh like broken body bone injuries i can't i can't listen to the them. thing that was interesting about the show was that she everyone's back you get to know everyone's backstory and so you end up like rooting for these people because they're like i got three kids i've been working at dunkin donuts the midnight shift i got a coke habit <laughs> no no one said uh, that <laughs> it just sounded like that life came with a coke habit. um but they all seem to have like a like a little they all they all have a reason to be working to by the way none of them were working at mcdonald's it wasn't sob stories it was just like i'm a dad and a physical fitness no, trainer it wasn't the mom who sold toilet paper that's I the woman who that. broke her meniscus. Oh, that makes it sad. She I wish you didn't tell me that. That giant bag of toilet paper. She's like, I sell toilet paper. Is that why Hulk Hogan was like, boy, you're going to have to sell a lot of toilet paper to get over this one. Yeah. He didn't say that. I don't know. He's not that quick. Here's the thing that I thought was interesting about the show. It, what they're competing for? Sure. Yeah, which is to become an actual Ooh, American, American gladiator. gladiator. Oh my God, you watched it too. <laughs> um, no, what I was going to say was Layla Ali and uh, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan First of all, this was taped in 2008. Hogan would not be hosting this show now after his gawker uh, oh, uh, yeah. bullshit and the fact that he is uh, a known racist, even though the, um, U the <laughs> I almost called him the UCB, the WWE um, is uh, bringing him back, even though he's, um, or has brought him back. So uh, anyway, different story. This is 2008 Hogan. He needed a job. American Gladiators seemed bright for him. He seemed like he skipped leg day for about 30 years. <laughs> Tiny little toothpick legs. Um, but their predetermined banter that they have, they, they have the contestants have like a scripted piece where it was like, I'm a mom, but that doesn't mean that I can't uh, kick butt. So for all you gladiators out there, you better watch out. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, like, I might be a sister, but that doesn't mean I can't shake and bake yeah. out in the gladiator <laughs> ring. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's wild. And then it's, and then it's like the, there's less scripted stuff where Hogan's like, so how'd you feel about that competition? And the person's like, uh, the gladiator was big and Yeah, they're I always like out of breath. You know, it's like they're just emerging out of like, the water. I did the best I could. Hogan is like, I would say out of a 10, Hogan's a four in this. Layla yeah. Ali, I'm sorry, she's a two. There is no slickness on, and, and I feel for this person because you know that they're in this huge, like, what is basically like an indoor soccer arena that they've created. The, the crowd shots on this show, the canned crowd shots, when, when like a gladiator wins, they have the entire audience like putting thumbs down. And it's like, nobody says that. First of all, everybody probably wants the gladiators to kick the shit out of the competitors aside from the competitors' families. Because you go there to see gladiators. You don't go there to see competitors. That's not what's fun about gladiators is the competitors. What's fun about gladiators is like there's a giant man trying to toss a man <laughs> off a mountain. <laughs> like it's crazy it's fun 
Um, so I thought that was interesting about how, I mean, they clearly did the first season over like a week. Yeah, you're talking about audience shots. It reminds me of one of the facts I read online, which is that one of the 13 facts was that in the beginning, this was filmed at Universal Studios in Florida, and they would trick tourists into thinking they were going on the E.T. ride, and they would get there, they would leave halfway through, so they would have to dim the lights and put plywood up for the rest of the shots, but they would try and get all the main crowd shots right in the beginning. Wow. Yeah. Is this for the old one or for the new old one? Old one. Old one. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is like first season before it became popular. So I uh, so not now the gladiators are, are different. Um, the the ones that I I can only remember, they have like fitness models for gladiators basically. Yeah, they all seem like they're on steroids too. The men, there's a few men where I'm like, this guy's on fucking steroids. Yeah. Uh, there is one guy called uh, the most personality I've ever seen in a gladiator. It's, his name is the Wolf. The Wolf. <laughs> And he's like a 6'4", you know, 250 guy with long scraggly hair, a crazy beard, and he howls. And he also makes things very personal. Yeah. Which I've never seen on, I don't remember from the he original Gladiators. He has something Gladiators. to prove, and it's a little uncomfortable. The proving is <laughs> I want to be on season two of this. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? you got to remember, they're fighting for a spot here. It's also with the thing where it's like you can become a gladiator at the end. There is like holding your spot. Yeah. But I mean, the wolf in the few episodes that I've watched has had personal vendettas against some of the contestants. It's mm-hmm. pretty insane. Mm-hmm. Um, it also seems incredibly uh, scary. Mm-hmm. There's one where they um, have to race to like the top of a mountain, yeah. you know, but it's all padding, you know, different levels. They have to get beyond a line. It's just your feet. You're fearing everyone's neck. Somebody is. Yeah. They, ha- they have these neck protectors on, which are crazy. It looks like a neck brace that they put on you before you hurt your neck. But they which, kept popping could, off. Yeah, how could that work if you land directly on your head? Yeah. Um, and there was one uh, thing. This is the episode Ashley didn't see. The wolf was like after this one guy, Jeff, who was actually his story was he was in a contestant on the original show. And he came up short Ooh. and now he's in his 40s and he's back for vengeance. Um, and, and so he's running up and he's got a thing against the wolf. It's him. It's been him versus the wolf the entire episode. Wow. He's running up this mountain. The wolf is at the top of the mountain trying to protect the, um, you know, the button that he has to press. Uh, and so the guy gets up there. The the dude ducks down. He's one level below him. He tries to like juke out the gladiator. The gladiator kind of moves forward. The dude ducks down and tries to go between his legs. Instead, the gladiator does something which is in wrestling is called a sunset flip. That's where you're doing a flip over a guy, but you grab him. And then on the second rotation of your flip, you flip him over (gasps) and slam him on his back. No, he did that on the mountain? On the mountain. This guy lands on his neck. Oh, my God. Like He misses two levels of it. So it's not like it's breaking his fall. It's just like a flip, two levels, lands on the back of his neck and falls like another four things and it's just like nobody makes a big deal about it except hulk hogan who gave me the verbiage of sunset flip afterwards he's like you got sunset flipped into a pile driver my man you know and you could tell hogan was like in wrestling we would all thought you would have broke your neck but in american gladiators i guess this is competition it was the only time i saw hogan light up when he knew some terminology but um it was wild, and and I almost when I saw that I was like, I need to Google this show because I was getting into it. Yeah, I need to Google this show and find out why it only went two seasons. It must be because it's just poorly made, but 
Is it because somebody broke their neck and is paralyzed yeah. and now we don't get to watch it? Because if that happens on this show, I do not want to watch it anymore. Right. But then I was afraid to Google that because I still wanted to watch it. So, you know. If you guys out there know, please let, let us, us know. Let us know, guys. This is very important. On Reality the reboot, blows. the 2008, let me, Ashley, let me speak. <laughs> In the 2008 reboot of American Gladiators, does somebody break their neck because I really want to watch it? Email right, us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com um, or you can tweet at us at realityblowspodcast pod on twitter you can find me on twitter at ashley b roberts and you can find nick on instagram at nick maritato that's m-a-r-i-t-a-t-o uh as always rate us five stars and i do want to mention this we did kind of inadvertently find ourselves at the end of this podcast during my rant about american gladiators after i watched three (laughs) episodes of that ashley didn't want to deal with it but i found on hulu they have the original so i put on the pilot i watched half of the original it's so much fun to watch because you're watching this kind of glitz and glam version um, of American Gladiators in 2008. In the original pilot of the show, it looks like they're in a gymnasium. All of, like the lights are on. It's really not stylized. And the contestants and the gladiators are so 1990 that it's so much fun to watch them like run around and and play characters. There was a character on there who his name was like his name was like Hula or whatever and he was like surfer bro guy and he was just like all i want to do is like hang out hang 10 and hang you like they had like really fun things so i now that i'm remembering there were big characters on the older show i'd like to watch that you should watch it it's a lot of fun there's like 30 episodes available maybe even more on on hulu hulu's great guys hulu is great nobody talks about hulu anymore it's great i'll check it out okay guys that is the show and as always let the wolf be burying the bone. Let the wolf <laughs> be burying the bone. There's an L in there, Ashley. There's an L. I know, but I have an accent. <laughs>